No, but I would like to say that one time in gym class in middle school, this girl hit me sure. with a bad racket, and like I that. hate her to this day. I hope she's listening. Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Hi, and welcome back to Was Glee Good? I hope that hi wasn't too loud. My name is Robbie. I'm Liz. I'm Lily. Uh, and this is episode 17 of season one, and it's called uh, Bad Reputation. Um, when the Glist, a salacious list about the sexual exploits of the Glee Club members, circulates the halls of McKinley High, Will begins an investigation. He discovers Quinn to be the culprit, motivated by her distress at the loss of social status as a result of her pregnancy, but he does not turn her into Principal Figgins. What a run-on sentence, Henry James. <laughs> Kurt, Mercedes, Artie, Tina, and Brittany misbehave in an attempt to gain bad <laughs> reputations, but their plans repeatedly backfire on them. Sue is mortified when a video of her rendition of Olivia Newton-John's classic Physical is unearthed, but ends up being contract or contacted by a Newton-John herself to produce a new version. Okay, I have several things to say, but first of all, that does not even mention the only good part of the episode. No, truly. Also, first of all, that is actually the first time that I was aware of the plot of this episode because I so much didn't care while watching it that I did not understand. So the thing is, there isn't really a plot, and it's very confusing, and it doesn't make any sense. I engaged fully and still am not 100% sure what was happening at any given point. Oh, because it was the most boring thing that's ever been committed to film. Super boring. So you know my, my problem is that I skipped too many boring Will Schuster numbers in the first few episodes and I felt guilty about it so now I make myself watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched this one with Lauren who kept yelling that's deplorable at the screen. So, <laughs> so like, at least it was nice to have someone to, like validate. But. I'm prepared to be like pilloried here but I like this number a lot actually. The Will one in this. Like we'll get yeah, to I'm it. We're gonna fight like each it, other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so but this... like with lots of fun sound effects this is an audio program. <laughs> Um, Bad Reputation, an episode of Glee, opens with, um, Kurt, Mercedes, Finn, a number of Glee Club members sitting in a circle around a computer watching the music video for Olivia yeah. and John's physical, mm-hmm. which it is immediately apparent that that's Sue Sylvester. Yeah, it is the signature Jane Lynch haircut. Yeah, it's a tracksuit and yeah. from just, like, white lines. Right. Like, so it's like not the music video. Losing their minds laughing, and then it's revealed that it's Sue Sylvester's version of the physical video, and that Kurt had stole it um, from Sue's office during Cheerios practice. At least they remember that Kurt is a Cheerio. He's in his little He stole outfit. it, he says, when Sue sent him to get her hormone replacement pills. Yikes! Why? Why did that... Why is that there? Yikes, yikes. It's not even a throwaway, because later they, when he refers back to it, he's like, I found it in your um, syringe drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sticking with it, with <sighs> the premise. Presumably, though, in jest, because it's they're not trying to tell a sensitive story oh, about no, a no, woman no, no, who no. needs hormone replacement therapy. No, no, no. For I mean, any a few, reason. Like, Sue, for any reason. We did a few, like, Sue is manly jokes later, too. Just oh, yeah, sure. Just, why not? It's me. There's nothing funnier than people presenting slightly off gender. No. Right. I mean, you have to that, yeah, that joke is mean and weird and off-putting. And also, I have a very real question about this video that they're, like, losing their minds at, which is it's the premise of the rest of the... It's not funny, right? It's so not that I embarrassing. Have, it's I have not a funny. follow-up question. If you were in high school and this was your gym teacher and you were watching them do a music video along to Olivia Newton-John, sure. would it be funny, even if it wasn't this funny? It will be funny to people in the school, yes. I can buy that. Where the show loses me is yeah. when they say it goes, like, viral. Right. I, I can't see funny, funny you don't know Sue Sylvester. All of her yeah. fellow teachers find it I mean, funny. I didn't find it funny, and I don't go to this No, it doesn't, school. yeah, they right. could have made it more embarrassing. It's, I don't, I don't the premise it. was no. bad. The premise was bad, to be the premise was right. bad. Whoever came up with this, it's clearly because they, like, had Olivia yeah. Newton-John, and they were like, what do we do with her? It was another um, one where they're like, you guys, I have an idea, and yeah. nobody was like, no. No. I mean, there was, like, okay, I'm trying to think back to high school. There was one instance where, like, someone made a gif of one of our English teachers dancing. I can't remember? believe we were in high school when gifts existed. But I know, no. right? Um, so I like, vaguely remember you. And like about. passed it around and like. But I it believe got that I laughed laughs. at it. Yeah. And then we forgot. Yeah, we actually weren't that mean about most of our teachers. And like, there was YouTube. one chemistry teacher who had a reputation for like maybe looking down girls. We <laughs> yeah. were a little mean about that because we allegedly this wasn't even mean because he was the most handsome teacher in school. He was right, like, so he's fine. He's a handsome man, nerdle. <laughs> right, he was not the victim of. I'm this incapable of feeling bad joke. for a handsome man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to make clear. This is. It's insane. Even if you attend this school, this is your teacher, this isn't funny. And it's definitely not funny enough to carry 45 minutes of making me look at this. Although, like, all of Karofsky's quote-unquote disses that everyone laughs at are the least funny. Like, everyone in this school has a very low bar for um, comedy and a very high bar for cruelty. So in that in that Venn diagram, it does That's true. That's fair. Yeah. We get some weird exposition about Kurt's decision to release this to the whole school. 
Um, it's fine. I mean, Sue's been insulting him to his face for... Yeah, I feel fine about it. I just, like, don't care. I fully don't care. Um, yeah, so then, you know, Sue walks down the halls and, like, teens make fun of her. Wait, I would like to go back to a moment in the video. Please. they're showing the video, Jonathan Groff is there. Don't remember his character's name. Don't care, too. Uh, where he, like, comments on, like, oh, it's, like, it's, um, physical by Olivia Newton-John, which was, like, known in its, which was revolutionary in its day for its, like, freedom of sexuality. Okay, was it? No! Right? No! Please? No? I, honestly, this is the only line in the scene that I enjoyed. Olivia Newton-John ever did, did anything revolutionary no. except being sewn into those pants. I was going to say, except the cat suit. Yeah. Um, I so enjoy having Jonathan Roth in any scene that when he speaks, I'm so happy. And especially in this awful, awful, awful scene in this awful, awful, awful He's episode. He's the best part of this episode. I'm, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, he is. I don't care that uh, Jesse St. James is his name. That is uh, Yelling about how like uh, Olivia Newton-John redefined sexuality is easily the gayest thing anyone on the show has ever said, including later when Kurt has sex with another man. <laughs> um, like I loved it. So I just I can't believe he doesn't stick around forever. I was glad to see that. Unlike two episodes ago, they had him and didn't waste. Him. Yeah, they let yes. him sing. He had a he was, plot. He, was he both spoke well and sang. Yes. Yeah. Not if you're only going by Wikipedia, apparently. But yeah, which is bananas. Um, okay, so Anyways, Sue storms into Figgins' office. Yeah. yeah, Figgins puts down his foot on this for some reason, right? He's upset about it. He's not upset about it. I don't remember. Well, he care. gets upset once she introduces the the glist. Okay. Yeah, okay. Which so just like, comes they also up. Make, steps in this scene. <laughs> he also makes some co- like comment about slander versus libel. She does. Which, which she, I meant to look up, but I didn't, so I don't. I can't. She makes a very funny joke about, I plan to sue it as soon as I remember the difference between slander and libel. Which oh, is right, funny, because no offer. one knows the difference. <laughs> between Everyone just asks, which one is the writing one? And then someone else in the room always guesses. And we know libel is the writing one. On. Great. <laughs> okay, only we'll Lily knows, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. No one's gonna check. No one's gonna check. It's not worth it. Um, yeah, so that's funny. She also um, refers to Will's chin as a baby's ass. So that's I good. think she suggests you get a diaper for it, yeah. which is a funny uh, I was confused as to why Will was there in the first place, and then I realized she's accusing the Glee Club of, like, releasing this video, yes. and then he's like, why would they do that? And then she reveals the glist. I think we are, we have to keep saying the word glist? We have to keep saying glist, and also we have to accept... Now we've accepted two insane premises. premises that make no sense to anyone at all and aren't funny. Okay, also question. Did your high school have, like, weird Lord of, sort of, like, rankings of hotness or anything? I was going to say, we should explain what the glist is. Okay. Okay. Right, sure. Which is a list it's not an intuitive of the definition. glee club members ranked by some arbitrary definition of sexuality. Of right, hotness, they yeah. just get numbers. Rachel's is the only one that's negative. So they're, they're yeah. both in Rachel's order and they're assigned a point value. Yeah, so Quinn it's I men and women, top, I and she's like, she's got yes. like 38 points. Although it leaves some people Even off. though she was the member yes. of the salad. But not by club. gender, yeah. which is, I guess, progressive. Um, yeah, Rachel's at the very bottom, despite having, as we know, kissed at least three dudes as in her sophomore year of uh, high school, so good for her. Yeah, it's <laughs> clearly inaccurate. It's arbitrary. I mean, they're all very attractive. Um, also, hotness is, yes. Yeah, good question. Was there a ranking? Um, I don't think this ever happened in a public way that I can remember. We had, like, a public at the end of each year There was, like, a public who did what sexy stuff, but it was never assigned name values. Oh, I forgot about that. We did on one- Oh, my God! <laughs> On one yeah. cross-country trip, like out of like an overnight cross-country meet, yeah. on the bus either way, uh, we, a friend of mine and I on the girls' varsity team ranked the boys' varsity team in order of attractiveness, combining, like, you know, physical and, like... So you did this. <laughs> in our defense, we did it because we thought they were doing it. They weren't, but then we made them do it. Hey, <laughs> okay, that's some horrible shit in how people develop disorders. Um, yeah, we didn't have this, but we did have, like, a senior rights at the end of each year where it was, like... Senior You could rights. submit your own, like, cool, like, sexy story about yourself yeah. with the names removed. And then someone Wait, would... you could submit your own cool, sexy story uh-huh. about yourself. Yeah, they'd all be like... So it, they'll be like, who had sex on Dr. Hancock's desk? Um, yeah. And then what, all anyone? Co- Did anyone? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Absolutely. People yes, did. for sure. Uh, Not me, personally, to be clear, just like to reiterate. God, I wish I'd super talked about in school. <laughs> yeah, same. And then they all be compiled into a list. sex on a teacher's and desk. And the list would be anonymously delivered to each senior's door at the end of the year. It'd be slipped under your dorm room That's door. insane. Oh, it's bananas. It's insane. That I can't Did believe I forgot about anything? it for five solid years. No. For no. Lily. You You've met both of us. <laughs> I honestly uh, yes, don't Yes, I've met you now in your later, like, attractive years. So I just assume. Yeah, I would say I'm making up for lost time now. And that's, that's been my excuse really for six was. years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think so, it's wearing thin. Again, I did watch this episode with my girlfriend who said that in their high school, they, the dudes did do this during March Madness. 
where they created a March Madness <gasps> bracket of ah! girls in their school. Oh, no. Um, How far did she get? This isn't what I asked. She claims <laughs> she didn't look, quote-unquote, which is, uh-huh. okay. But the, um, I, I don't have to clarify where she thought she would fall on the list. But the point being that, like, then this started, like, a whole feminist reaction in their school, and they, like, thought about it, whatever. But I guess it's a real thing that happens. Yeah. I believe it. People are mean and want to know, like, where they fall in rankings. I'm a big fan of the, like, definitive ranking. I would have been in the Rachel spot. Absolutely. I would not have been on the list. Right. That's actually worse. I would not have made the list. Um, Either. So, like, I do believe there's a, there's a world in which this episode is an interesting look at this, like, fake list that we have to keep calling the list. That world is so far away. But that world is so (laughs) far away. What we have instead is Sue being like, your kids made this list, they're vile and mad, and that's why they released this video of me. And I just realized right now one thing about down the Glee Club. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll tell you later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Figan starts to shut down the Glee Club unless Will finds out who wrote it and like owns up, so maybe they can get suspended. There's a weird story about some other school where something similar happened, and then like everyone, the whole school got expelled, which is like a funny back and forth kind of. Kind of. I'm just trying to give them something. It's a low bar. Um, I just have down. I genuinely have no idea what's going on. It's the most insane because they just introduce this pop point out of nowhere, like right. Why not have the kids And I was like in a different tab because um, I immediately don't care oh, when it's like on. a Sue Figgins spot. Here's how they know that the Glee Club member wants the some They know that some member of the oh, Glee Club thank made you. this oh, list. Okay, okay, because how? it was printed on a public computer in their school library. Okay. And the computer right. was accessed using the code Glee Club. Why does the okay. Glee Club have a computer password? Why don't Quinn use it? Why don't you have your own computer password? That's not how computer passwords in the school library work. This episode aired in 2010, not 1985. <laughs> yeah, every student has a little login. And isn't the password Hers like Glee Hers would be Q for Bray, and her password yeah. would be like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, right. 6, also, you just go find one with a guest account you can get into and print it that way. Yes. Or you print it at home. Yeah. I mean, she's probably still living in Finn's like, sure, mom's Sure, we aren't going to talk about that but, but we know he has a computer because he was looking at that ultrasound video. So, like, it's true, he has a laptop. Honestly, it's dumb. I, I can't believe we're even goes. Yeah, this conversation, but you're right. Yes. I just, it was bananas. And also, to be clear, we've already addressed and then forgotten Olivia Newton-John <laughs> in the first six minutes of this episode. Well, we haven't seen her yet, to be clear. We'll they get back died. to it. But, um... Oh, anyway, it's horrible. So then <sighs> we have to think, yeah, the quiet room. Um, this part of the episode, uh, so this is the, this is the storyline which you're making an ugh sound, but it's the only part of this episode that's interesting, is this storyline with the choir, and like, long story short, something about bad reputations, I don't know how we transition to it, oh, but Will says- I will tell you. Will starts by being violently angry at every member of the Glee Club about this list. And for not owning up to it. And for not owning up to it, because basically like, raise your hand if you did this, and no one does. Um, there's some like, back and forth about who could and could not have done it, and mm-hmm. then he immediately transitions into, your reputations are too important to you, so you're gonna have to rehabilit- rehabilitate a song with a bad reputation. Yes. It is also, I would just like to say as a side note, criminal that in this episode, titled Bad Reputation, where people say the words multiple times, we in no way get a cover of my wonderful Jonah's song, bad, Rep- yeah. bad Reputation. I was gonna ask, um, if you could swap out any of the, we'll do it later, but like, if you can swap out any of these songs that have a bad reputation from this episode with one that you actually would enjoy, mm-hmm. what would it be? Physical. Um, and I was going to say you couldn't say bad <laughs> reputation because obviously it's a perfect song. Right. It has a great reputation. Yeah. Sure. This um, is like, oh, right, I have to actually pick one that has still yeah, a bad reputation. Okay, I can problems. do that actually. I'm going to think yeah, about so it. Just yeah. think yeah. about yeah. it. We're going to do it in 20 minutes. Glad you introduced it. Yeah. yeah um, I think there again there's a world far away where this is an interesting glee club prompt to like base an episode around like it's fun right you could have fun yeah. with these musical numbers they mm-hmm. do with at least one of them mm-hmm. maybe two a point we're about to disagree yeah um, <laughs> which one is actually i'm excited no we're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to fight about we're gonna this. have to hash this out will she start hands out music then because i still find because it insane that every time he introduces a lesson he must then demonstrate what he means by performing an entire song choir also, directors don't sing choir directors don't sing or rap <laughs> <laughs> Air quotes. Um, also, uh, I don't believe that half of these children can read music. They oh, all no. just, like, audition to, like, yeah, prevent Finn from stealing their boyfriend. Like, We're they just read cheerleaders. Tina audition with I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry? You yeah. don't have to read music That woman can't that. read sheet music. Oh. Which is not an insult. John Maybe Artie, because he plays instruments. Sure. Rachel, I'm absolutely certain, can sight read Certainly. Music. Jesse? Also. 1,000%. That's it. Finn and Hudson list. cannot sight read. Pop- Hudson no. can't read. Pop can read guitar tab if it's simple. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bonkers. Yes. 
Do you think um, he's just handing out lyrics? Maybe it's lyrics. I was gonna say <laughs> it's like, lyrics. out of her with the fact that the show insists on handing out pieces of music as if like that's how they're suddenly learning these songs. Again, Oregon I can just focus on things if you make me focus on them. Yes, just like have them perform. I don't care how they learned it. Right. right. Anyway. Um. So yeah. Will Shooter okay. raps now. Will Shooter now raps Ice Ice Baby. Here's where we're gonna have a really big disagreement. Deplorable. Perhaps <laughs> a fracturing <laughs> in our friendship. No. Okay. Okay. The dancing is fun. It's a fun song. So Will Schuster like pulls up like little groups of students and teaches them like these little simple dance moves. It's another one of those moments where all the cast members seem to be genuinely having fun together. Yes, they should each get an Emmy for their acting in this performance. He also he also doesn't remove his shirt. He's not wearing a tight t shirt. He's wearing a white t shirt and that's too close. He's he's not, for all we say, an awful dancer. Like, sure, he's a, he's like a Broadway performer. He, I just, I think it's fun. I've, I've actually it, watched this on purpose I multiple times. If he muted it and just, like, played another song over it, it would have been fun. But it, he was rapping on Ice Baby the whole time. But, I mean, I think if there's any song that I think is acceptable for Will Schuster to rap, it is Vanilla Ice. Uh, song by a white rapper. Okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, the dancing was fun. I did vacuum during this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Don't listen. If you miss out on learning some sweet dance moves that I'll be busting out the next no, time. I watched it. I watched it. I didn't listen to it. Um, um, you get Mike Chang doing some stuff. Yeah. Mike Chang is fun. There is, though, a very sad shot of Artie, because all the kids are dancing, except for Artie. Oh, sure. And he does this sort of, like, like excited but also sad look, and it oh. deeply bums me out. It's nice that they acknowledge that he can't participate. But just because they're having fun it. doesn't mean that Artie can suddenly stand up. Right. Um, yeah. I just have the shot of already sad face. It's definitely not as bad as Gold Digger. It's not our worst. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. There's worse Will Schuster numbers in the world. Sure. But I still didn't enjoy it. There's so much evil in the world. I honestly did. Why must we? (laughs) I thought this combated the evil in the world, and I stand by my choices. Um, okay, so then we cut to the, um, teacher's lounge, where everyone is laughing at Sue. And this is where I, like, genuinely don't believe that these teachers, who are also adult people, and also, by the way... Have they always been here? <laughs> there are other teachers at this school. Oh, we get including Mo- Molly, Molly Shannon. Shannon, who I just have down is better than this. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, here's when my we question. Saw Molly Shannon. I was like, oh, girl. Here's my question. Yeah. You think she's better than this? Yes. What has Molly Shannon been good in? How dare you? Life. She was in only life. six episodes of Will and Grace and killed it. Okay, that's that's something. Here's because I I like I have an instinctual feeling like I, that she that she is better than this that I do Ooh, like her in the movie Serendipity. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> I don't think so. It's fine. Um, I, I should only think Google. of that, like, the SNL movie. Super, super, yes. what is it called? Hold on, we're going to play my favorite game really quickly. Oh. What four yes. movies are uh, the pictured ones on Molly uh, Shannon's IMDb page? Shout out to someone in, on a podcast whose name I forgot, and also the podcast I forgot this who introduced is my me to game. this game. Yeah. Uh, super, what is it called? Super, it's the her in, like, the plaid vest and the skirt. Nope. Oh, that's right. It's never accurate. It's always just... It's always it's weird. It's never accurate. Is one of them serendipity? Nope. What the fuck else has Molly You will maybe guess one of these. Ben in. 30 Rock. Nope. Uh, one of them is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> Wait, like you the... Uh, like, like the Jim Carrey? She voiced Who, apparently. Yeah, the Jim Carrey one. No, the 1965 Wait, version. Wait, but, but there was live action. She voiced someone? I I can't follow up with any details <laughs> about a film I don't watch. But... <laughs> I have a friend whose favorite Christmas movie, and possibly favorite movie, is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Live modern action? one? Shout out to Akila. Live action? Yes. Okay, well. With the little baby Grinch? Um, I will <laughs> give her my therapist name soon. Um, okay, the other one you'll never guess is Hotel Transylvania. Okay, yeah, no, oh, yeah I would never know. Um, and actually, I don't think you're going to get... Are the other two live action or voice? Live action. Is one of them Runaway one of Bride? Them? No, that's Joan Cusack. One of them is from 1999, and it is a Drew Barrymore film. Was she never in? been kissed. Never, never been, been kissed. That's the only okay. one on this list. Okay, now I feel good. I love never been kissed. It's like <laughs> and being there... never been kissed makes her better than yeah. One you know that? Co- yes, that by itself qualifies. That actually her. might be one of my favorite movies. It's, it's a perfect absolutely film. one of my favorite movies. <laughs> um, she's favorite also apparently in Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, which I did not see. Oh, oh I would never see that. Um, yes, anyway, Molly Shannon, we all have the same reaction. Like... Molly Shannon walked on screen and I was like, Molly Shannon, what are you doing here? Um, and apparently she's just going to laugh at too. In her defense, she does, the, the theory is that like she just transferred here. So it's not like Molly Shannon she hasn't been here, here the whole yeah. time. I appreciated in this moment that they made the effort to excuse Molly Shannon showing up. Also, because it will come up later, Sue mentions specifically that everyone in the teacher's lounge is slow motion laughing at her in her voiceover. Yeah, she, whenever Sue's in her voiceover, she gets to like break the fourth wall and it sucks. I don't like it. 
I don't think it justifies itself. I can't believe that they hired all these people for one day to be teachers, and we never, ever, 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 ever get to address any of them. Was what's his name? French dude in there? He no. was a character in one episode. Henri. No. Henri? I assume he went on to bigger and better things. That makes sense. God bless him. Henri Lapierre. Um, yeah, anyway, so Sue is upset that people are making fun of her, including adults, I guess. I Which, mean, like, like, again, doesn't make sense. Why do we have to It doesn't make this? sense because it's not funny, but also, like, she's been terrorizing the entire school for X amount of years. Yes. I believe that everyone wants her to be sad. I'm just so sad that, like, why do they have to make the adults cartoons also? Like, it's, you can get, you get away with it with teenagers, right? You get away with them behaving irrationally and, like, being cruel in unusual ways. And you can have, like, a heightened reality with teenagers and it doesn't feel weird. But as soon as you're bringing all these adults, you're like, these are adult human beings. Why are they acting this way? I don't know. I've met a lot of cruel adults. But cruel, like, in this dumb way? Yeah. With, like, a point and laugh? Yeah. Boy, do I have some good news. <laughs> we now transition from this to, Rachel to Rachel's plan. Yes. She this is the best part of the so episode. As this is what I like. As we've mentioned exactly <laughs> once, Artie, like, knows the AV club or maybe in the AV club. They've got it on their, their whiteboard. It's Artie yeah. knows the AV club. <laughs> and like, they wrote yeah. down. Um, Rachel comes to Artie with a plan. She wants to make... Um, a music video mm-hmm. yes. because she's bummed that she's lowest on the list, which is fair. True. Um, so she's going to be musically promiscuous, she says, and she <laughs> looks so serious about it. And she needs Artie's help, and he is in. She I, mentions, like, in this world of something and sex tapes, like, how is anyone supposed to have a good reputation? And then he follows it up with, You had me at sex tapes. And it's actually very fun to watch. I would just like to say that, like, in the continuing of my, like, over-identification with an obnoxious fictional teen <laughs> girl, like, I, too, for, like, a large period of my life was, like, very obsessed with the idea of, like, being able to seem, quote-unquote, slutty. Uh-huh, and, like, uh-huh. having that, like, in your arsenal of, like, this <laughs> you could be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah this is Teens good. listening, this is it's harder to go back the other way. Uh, just, like, keep saying, that in mind. We feels fine when it's just dealing with teenagers. Again, also, it can do Lee Kurt really well. Like, it can yes. do Rachel really well. Yes, it's yes. about it. That's Lee really Michelle's dramatic <laughs> face when she's, like, conspiring is so fun. It, and she's she's insane this, eyes. It's bonkers. Yes, and then to cut from this to Kurt Hummel also doing conspiring eyes. Yes. yes. While wearing, by the way, a giant red Angora sweater that looks like he is wrapped in a koala. It's a, a red it's koala. With the long it's not the red one. Oh. The red one he's wearing later, and I have... You just said a the, giant red Angora sweater. Okay, Sorry, I meant white. This is the white, like... The, the red one's the one with the long sleeves. Yes, right? the red one's the one with the long sleeves. That one's, like, stuck like... in my brain for a decade or however Same. Long. And I realized, <laughs> while watching this episode again, that I, many years later, would buy a sweater that looked exactly like that, and clearly because I was influenced by Kurt Hummel. Do you remember as a teen being very into, and maybe this is very specific to me, but I don't think so, being very into, like, teen boys on television with their, like, sleeves yeah. pulled yes. over yes. their yeah. hands? Yes. yes. It's a whole thing. <laughs> that was, oh, man. What is it about? I thought it's it was a, straight a whole thing about many years past what I like actually should have right? known because of yeah. boys with their little It's a whole thing about, like, sensitive I think mine was a Veronica Mars thing, but it's like the, I don't know, something mm-hmm. about the, like, holding onto the sleeves. It's, it's just like, even now, like, my heart is, like, boy. Something about when a sad boy gave you his sweater and you could do that because it was too big on you. Fair. That, yeah. like, watching them do it made you think about it. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. I have a lot of thoughts about sweaters you borrow from boys. <laughs> Again, really thought I was straight longer because of that. Um, <laughs> the patriarchy is very Anyways, the Kurt's wearing a dumb sweater and his plan, because he also, um, he didn't make the list. Yeah. Neither did Tina or Mercedes. Um, we can confirm, obviously, not Rachel. So, yeah. in a way, this is almost like a Poro mystery. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a whole cast of suspects. Um, they are going to also be musically promiscuous sure. by performing a song in the library. Yeah. What's the naughtiest thing you can it do, he me. says. It was too silly. I would like to be clear. Again, Kurt, in the, most, in the past few episodes, has conspired to set up two adults in a relationship so that he can live with the straight boy he has a crush on. Yes, that's real And be his scheming. stepbrother. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> and now he goes to like, what if we sing in the library? To be fair, their costumes later are also insane. Like, so good, buy. though. Yes. I buy that he would make, figure out those costumes. <laughs> a couple years that ago, I true. did consider buying um, hammer pants for $50 online. Yeah, Because I just really it's wanted too much. Yeah, 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 it, it had been $10 cheaper. That's fair. Than hammer my Listen, you cut off the little elastic at the bottom, and it's very entrant. Well, but I was going to wear those. <laughs> the wide leg. It's one of those fun Halloween costumes that's like... Accidentally a little cute because yeah. you wear just like a bra it's and like jacket, sexy, but not too like, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like, oh my, I just look cute in my also cool costume. Not yeah. like I came in as a sexy police. It's so important woman. to be sexy. <laughs> so <laughs> important. <laughs> it's yeah, important. They have a bad reputation. Bad reputation. 
Um, yeah, so they're going to perform a song in the library. I can't with this. I love Kurt Hummel so much. But before we see that, like... But so we see them scheme, then we go to... We see them scheme, but we don't exactly find out what the scheme is, yeah. for the record. Fine. Wait, do, we don't see it yet, right? No, no we yet. don't. We, there's we a scene in between. five million scenes in between. Okay. Um, so then God. Sue goes to visit her sister, Jean, who we need met before. Yes, why do we bring this up? And this this it's is where the episode becomes, weird. like, morally despicable. Yeah, it does. Like, you, again, again, the tonal clash, but this is, like... This is like a tonal clash right. of epic proportions, where Sue. Sue's this ridiculous figure who's performing in a physical video and shouting in Fagin's office about slander and libel. But she's yeah. also a sister who's responsible to this sister with Down syndrome who she visits and loves and has a And then directly compares with. her alienation based upon this right. video going viral to her sister's right. alienation as or a person with a mental a disability. Yeah, she's like, they were all laughing She's like, now I understand how you felt. I'm so sorry if it ever happened to you. Um, but Which is a nice so sentiment, insane. but not the same. It's insane. It's made worse by the fact that Jean, a lovely, lovely character, is like, hey, do you remember when we were kids and people used to make fun of me? Do you remember what we used to do? We used to go volunteer at the animal shelter because it's nice to remember there's someone always less fortunate than you are. Which is a nice, what a nice sentiment. But it's all, it, it goes a little into like, why must every person with a disability be a saint? But okay. Sure. Jean seems really she, great. Yeah. We have there multiple characters with disabilities yeah. on the show, so like, I let it go. And also, but then, um, what Sue takes from that is not, I should go volunteer at a homeless shelter. It's, Emma is less fortunate than me because she, to the theme what? of the episode, is less sexy, I guess? Or less sexual. So she volunteers to be Emma's therapist after apparently the school psychologist, who we've never met or heard of before, committed suicide. Also, Sue apparently has a uh, master's in um, counseling, counseling, I think she says. Sure. Which I'm not sure is a master's it's degree. Not a degree. Get. And second of all, then why is Emma the school counselor? <laughs> Does Emma have a degree in anything? Why? So there was a school psychologist yes. who Emma was seeing, but also Emma is the counselor. We don't know for sure if that's who Emma was seeing. We didn't know that she was maybe seeing a therapist. But Because she was like, I'm your new therapist. Well, in fairness, she does say a series of things that I didn't write down, but I just had down that they were all true. She says something about how, like, um, Emma needs to deal with her issues. True. Sure, she does actually raise the fact over will. that she's right. mentally ill and right. they can just, like, have indeterminate issues. Right. I think, is, and she I needs to stand good. up to Will and not, She then like, fills whatever. up with, you have to stand up to Will, I've been bugging his apartment and right. he's been sleeping with Idina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. Right, so half of that is sane. Yeah, there's, um... I, don't, I mean, you know, if she's right in her heart, does she need to be the person to, uh... She's not right in her heart. She's right nowhere. She's right, she's right nowhere. Yeah. She's wrong in her heart and she's wrong in her actions. It's bad. She she's right in some she of her speech. Crushes Emma. <laughs> yes, there you go. Right, and then she before she leaves, she does like your the way you walk bugs me. She has like a weird like she right she like makes a weird racist joke. And then turns yeah. around and is like she makes a racist just joke. Cool. How she even fit that in there? She makes a weird joke about like you walk like you're a member <laughs> you're of the Japanese, remembering which Korea. by the way Japanese yeah. people did not find their feet as far as I know. I think it was Chinese. It was Chinese. Yeah. 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 Um. Which I, I guess it's fun. the character of Sue wouldn't know that, but well, I'm giving him a Whatever. It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> the character of Sue and also the person of Ryan Murphy didn't yeah, know Yeah, no, the Ryan Murphy would not know. He thought um, Japanese Imperial Court sounded good. I actually don't know who wrote good. this episode. I, I ascribe all that. It was Ian Brennan. <laughs> well, Ian sorry, Brennan. Ian, you're a little more racist than I thought. Uh, they yeah, all are. They all. Welcome They're to not, Glee. Yeah. <laughs> our sexist, racist show. Uh, she also, in this scene, establishes that Emma needs to do it in public. She needs to confront Will in public where he can't presumably, like, make out with her or something. I fully I forgot about this point. No idea <laughs> what this has to do with literally anything else happening in this episode. Nothing. And that's a failure of this episode. I don't... Amongst many. But like, thematically, it doesn't yeah. even... Every time they switch scenes, I'm just like, okay, I guess we're also doing this. <laughs> also, we're, like, halfway through the episode now and still introducing completely separate bananas plots. Sure, sure, sure. On, yeah, sure. on to the next one. Now we, wait, is there another new one? Yes. yes. Puck shows up in <laughs> Rachel's bedroom, wearing, by the way, her, like, Phantom of the Opera half mask and looking at himself in the mirror, which is perfect. <laughs> I would watch 40 minutes of Puck just, like, hanging out with Rachel's theater stuff. <laughs> I mean, also placing ourselves again fully back in 2010 when we didn't know the things that we now know. The, why aren't they making out? Oh, yeah. Um, so he... He basically says that. He says, why am I here? And she reveals that as part of her plot to be musically promiscuous, um, she would like to make this music video. She would like him to be in it to rehabilitate her, uh, his, his image. It'll rehabilitate her image by making her sexier and his by... Uh, making him seem human. Yeah, because like, right. when they right. went out, it like made him seem like he was. Again, it, they've never seen this list before. They don't know what it is or how it was calculated. Well, it's all very meta. Like, yes. they're trying to say, like, they humanized the character of Puck when yes. he dated Rachel. Yes. Like, 
I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I also, frankly, literally, he says, if I'm not going to make out, what are we doing here? And I was like, honestly, same. I said, why <laughs> must I watch situations, this quite frankly. Yeah, me in every situation and me watching this scene. Right? <laughs> the two of you aren't going to make out. What are we even doing? What are we doing here? They do almost okay. make out. They do, and that's nice. great. Yeah. That was enjoyable. Yeah, sure. Do some more talk about being Jewish. That was funny. I like, love him as two characters. He says that Jesse's never going to fully understand what yeah. it means to be Jewish. Yeah. I would also like to say Rachel's eyebrows in here look insane. I know. They, they appear to have just been chopped across the top, which is <laughs> not a thing I thought you could do with eyebrows. It's so much. Her makeup is good, but her eyebrows are bad. But previously they were good, so I don't know what happened. We're doing some weird stuff with Leah Michelle this episode, but it's mostly working aside from this. <laughs> I've just gotten very fixated on eyebrows lately because mine have been falling out. <laughs> I need to get mine done, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> quickly we now get emma marching into the teacher's lounge to yell at will why was this okay so wait wait wait. i would just like to say yes while sue is psyching her up outside the teacher's lounge she again says slow motion laughter they keep saying it it was like this throwaway joke that wasn't that funny and they keep hammering i'm like i get it i get it she's breaking the fourth wall it's a bad show and i hate it it's a bad joke that they keep and then i just have sue and emma god this is boring Instagram is boring. Um, so Emma boring. marches in. Will is hand in hand with an old lady, and she like says something like, "Oh, moving in on so and so already." And it turns out this woman is trying to tell Will about her dead husband, which would be interesting if we'd ever met this woman before, right. or yes. ever we're going to if see we her again. Any, <laughs> Will cared about anyone who was not directly related. I'm to actually him. pretty sure that this exact character actor shows up in the next scene, but I could not tell because it's just old woman. No, like it's yeah. the whole character. Yeah. Um, um, and she, she also calls him like, slut. She calls Will a slut, yeah. which is like. Must not actually the way we were reclaiming that word. That's no. not the solution to calling women sluts is not to also call men sluts. Also, when you do it as like a jokey, funny line, it doesn't do anything. You're just saying, wouldn't it be funny if we called men sluts? Because the real thing is the yeah, women are sluts. It's delivered as a punchline. Right. Also, this aside from that like weird, gross note about why is she yelling the word slut so much. Um, it crosses back the line back into sad in that it's too real. Emma's yelling about, like, I thought we were in this together. I was trying really hard. I was seeing a therapist. I thought we were working this out. But you've been making out. Right. And that really hurts me. I'm like, you're right. That is hurtful. I'm but so sorry. But she's also doing it in the lounge of the place where they both work. Yes, which is, which is crazy. Inappropriate. Listeners, also, some would... advice. If you're going to sleep with your coworkers, don't talk about it in the front room. <laughs> Pretend oh. to everyone that the two of you have never met. Right. <laughs> you should, like, low-key hate them in public. Yes! Not to the extent that they think it's like a Julia Stiles Heath Ledger and 10 Things I Hate About You situation, but just, like, you're indifferent. No one should ever know. Yeah. Definitely don't yell at them. The teacher's lab. Don't call them a slut in front of your coworkers. Was, that was Lily's advice corner. Thank you. A new, a new feature. A new feature. Um, um, it's weird. It's so weird this sad. would be sad to me if we had gotten any indication in the past few episodes that either of these people cared about each other at all. Well, they tried to make out. They tried to make out That's one three episodes ago. Is to show that you want to. Oh, and then remember, Emma almost lost them. her virginity to him in the Madonna episode for no reason. No, also, literally, also, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's saying Neil Diamond at her. These are Why? all the ways we that you show know. people no, you care he about him. Yes, he did. Yeah, they did. were dancing. You he forgot played Neil Diamond. I thought he sang. I thought he sang Neil Diamond at April Rhodes, but he didn't. Nope, he sang something else. He Bruce sang Bruce Springsteen at April Rhodes. This is a bad. He show. is kind of a slut, to be clear. Yeah. Ryan Murphy does not like straight people. <laughs> I don't like straight people now. I don't. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. You make a man sing. Neil Diamond and Bruce Springsteen at women. <laughs> well, they must April there. instigates Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, she sings too. So that's helpful. But she's also a straight person. So, um, luckily, we now go from this to Kurt, Mercedes, Tina, Brittany, and Artie doing. Can't touch this. In oh, the yeah. library. Yes. They all sneak into the library in hammer pants. I would also just like to know Artie's carrying a boombox on his lap. It has W H. Wait, WMHS on the front? Like, apparently it's a William McKinley High School branded boombox? <laughs> it's really sweet. They just, like, got it from the gym so they could do their fun project. But why did they brand it? I don't know. Just get a Sony um, from I love, Spy. I love that they wrote Brittany in, like, there's a dumb plot contrivance that makes it happen. Like, who cares? But it's just but so she's she can such dance. a good dancer. She looks yeah. so good. I love watching Heather Morris dance. I'm a person. The other thing we learned in this episode is uh, Jenna Oskris is actually a pretty good dancer because she gets, she gets lumped into the group of people learning dance moves from Will Schuster with uh, Mike Chang and Heather Morris. Yeah, so they get like, a little more complex. Yeah, and she does the hammer dance. Now, like, Jenna Oskarch apparently can dance much better than we can give her credit. Yeah, for. again, she's a Broadway person, yeah. so like... Fair. We just haven't seen it in the show yet because it doesn't make sense of her character. Right. Um, the note I have down here is that this doesn't quite work, but it's fun. 
Again, well, it's more, I had more fun watching it. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> I just wanted to watch it. Also, rolling in, Artie says he has cold feet, and someone asked him if he can feel his feet. Sure. I'm not saying it's offensive. I just don't know how I feel about it. It's a weird joke. It's yes. unnecessary. Yeah. I don't, I don't it know. Doesn't, I don't it doesn't know. earn that joke. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care for it. I also, I he just... also doesn't answer. So just if we're keeping track of facts, he does not answer. <laughs> we know that he has sensation in his penis, and He's we don't know about his feet. That's um, what we've learned on this show. I just still can't buy into the idea that any of these characters think it's going to do anything for their prosexuality, and so for that reason, to I'm do like, the hammer dance to do the in hammer. the library. In the library. So, anyways, when it ends, the librarian comes over and is like, "You guys should come perform for my church group or whatever." Yes, sure. Yeah. Like, so in, in the show, it's also a joke, but like, I don't buy that any it's of them would have bought it. Right. Like, 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 they're all a little weird. We were all a little weird in high school, but we weren't stupid. <laughs> like, right. I was other, it was like emotionally stupid. I saw TV, stupid. I understood what, like, sort of what sex yeah, is, yeah. kind of. This is like a weird step beyond, in one of those first episodes when they do push it in front of everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like, that you could, like, that almost you were, buy. Because like, they were, like, again, like, simulating what they th- thought sex was. You, yeah. Again, you could think back to being 16 and being like, what is sex? Yeah. Who knows? But when you're 16, you don't think singing in the library is, like, the height of A song of from cool 1985. Like, yeah. Go buy like, weed. Weird go buy weed somewhere. He exists in the show, and also he is in this episode. I know. If we're, go... Smoke weed at like the bike path across Kids the street from the school. Kiss weird and then like show everyone like too much. Yes, just cut a class and get detention. Do like get play one hooky. nipple pierce. It only because it was too much, too painful to get both of them. <laughs> I can tell everyone it was a stylistic choice. <laughs> like it's not hard. Or just wear um, a thin pink top. Yeah, get set home early because you wore something that's too slutty for the dress code. Yes, and then like wait, wear spaghetti yeah. straps. Yes, <laughs> or shorts that are shorter like, than do your. Do a little cuff oh, on your skirt. So kiss. it just goes up above fingertip, like... <laughs> kiss literally anyone. Kiss literally anyone. In public or in private, somebody will tell someone. Yeah, yeah, just, like, kiss someone in private and then say it. Or just, like, make someone up. Be like, I kissed someone at synagogue once. Like, honestly, I don't know. honestly, it's high school. Mention a blowjob in conversation. Yeah, it's just, like, drop it in and we're like, mm, she knows. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not hard. She knows you can put a penis in your mouth. It's fine. It's all you it takes. shouldn't, to be clear. <laughs> teens all right, well, should be celibate. Okay, teens You're not a teen, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking awful and so weird. Will then verbally assaults every member of his own club in a montage. Okay, I shut down interrogation. He inter- Will interrogates every member of the Glee Club because it's basically like... Because well, we're back to the Glist. Yeah, we're back to the Glist. Would the fake about, time limit that Figgins has fake set on like him finding out who did this is coming near. And so Will has to interrogate everyone. He yells individually. It actually is... There's some funny parts... Artie points out that uh, because the list was posted on the wall at, like, six feet up, he can't reach that far <laughs> from his seat, so that is funny. I also done in quotes Muppet Babies, but I guess I thought I would remember what that meant. Mm, you don't, huh? Does someone make a joke about Muppet Babies? They this do. I where... remember that they do, but I don't remember what that means. This is where Kurt's wearing that beautiful red sweater yes. that changed my life. And it's like a has... wide neck, right? Yeah, it's a boat neck. It's a boat neck. Long sleeve red, I... like... Cashmere I, knit, like I don't know. I love neck. a gay man in a boat. I love neck. a gay man in a boat neck. And he's wearing like perfect. cropped white pants. <laughs> An outfit I would like to wear. So I again did buy each of those pieces <laughs> years later, not thinking, yeah. oh, I'm buying this because of I have soccer home wear. Um, and then Kurt so, gets yeah. to make a good joke. Yeah, so Will, he's the last character Will interrogates. Will finishes yelling, and Kurt just goes, um, Mr. Shu, can I ask you a question? You've recently been divorced. Have you been watching a lot of Law and Order alone at night lately? <laughs> and Will's like, yeah. Um, Mr. Jerry Orbach. It's perfect. Will still doesn't know who did this. It's in- otherwise a useless scene. Also, I don't care. Right. Sue does a Dear Journal. She gets a call from Olivia Newton-John. We do the... What? Sure. What? It went viral. We do the Uh, American president thing where she assumes it's not her and hangs up, and then Olivia Newton-John calls back. And then she makes her sing, which, like, no offense to Olivia Newton-John, but anyone could... She doesn't have a very unique voice. Yeah. I mean, she's got an Australian accent, but whatever. Not the point. The point is, she called. And that's all we see Olivia Newton-John like saw the video and is excited about it mm-hmm. in some vague way. Nice that they got Olivia Newton-John. Is did it? they do the did they do the video now? No, yes. well. Yes. Um they do I mean no she invites Sue to we see it soon, so we may as well talk yeah. about it. She and Sue do an exact shot by shot recreation of the original physical video, which I had learned on Wikipedia, it took them twelve hours to shoot and it doesn't seem worth it. I would like to say I skipped. 
It's I, not worth it. The song is fine. I like this song. Oh, enough. I hate this song. It's like kitschy. I can get into it if I need to. Also, this is twice in two episodes in which we've had to watch Sue Sylvester do a Recreate shot for shot an remake of a classic video. music yes. video. Why did they I get so into this? I don't need it. I hate Why it. Why did they get so into this? What it. made them do I this? I love Jane Lynch. This is not where she shines. It's no. not funny. No. I, no. It's boring. It's Absolutely not. not. Why did you spend those twelve hours? You're why never did you? Them back. Why do you? You're never getting those twelve hours back, and I'm never getting this hour back. Yeah, it's not good. I'm so sad about Jane Lynch in this show. <laughs> I now not. realize they really miss you. She's her. so good in all the um, just forgot his name, Director Man movies. Yeah, Who, Christopher like, Guest. Christopher Guest movie. Thank you for knowing what I meant by saying um, Director Man. I also saw her as a harried nurse in an episode of Gilmore Girls. I was watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she's yeah, so yeah. good in uh, the one with the cater waiters. Uh, party, party down. down. Party down. Yeah, she's a good actress. This is a bad show. Yeah. Um, we then get a uh, parallel to earlier. You know, Steve's walking down the hall and kids are making fun of her. Will now walks down the hall and the teachers all make fun of him. Because um, Molly Shannon him. approaches him and asks if he wants to bone down, which is fine. The interesting thing that she says is that she's the astronomy teacher slash badminton coach. Yeah. Yeah. I have some follow-up questions about this school where they can't afford a glee club. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm sorry. Astronomy teachers don't exist. It's not, a it's not like Hogwarts. Astronomy? Like, nobody does Robbie that. and I went to the math and science boarding high school, and we didn't have an We astronomy. had an astronomy class. We had a physics teacher who taught an astronomy class. Yes. 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 Because it's physics. Right. Sure. You have to go up to the North Tower at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, like, Hagrid will uh, leave his dragon to be collected. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> or whatever. Um, yeah, so that's Don't or whatever. That was the correct name. You <laughs> so, really? <laughs> um, so that's bananas. It's a weird, yeah. weird, weird, weird. I just, if they didn't want me to think so much about the economic reality of this show, they shouldn't mention it. Yeah. They shouldn't be like, we can't afford coffee in the teacher's lounge anymore. But we have a badminton team. team. Yeah. <laughs> do you think the badminton team is pulling in a lot of state funding for the school? Sorry, also, there... do we think they're cool or not cool? Do the, does, does the badminton team get slushied? Does high no. school badminton exist in the United States at all? Oh, somewhere in like... No, but I would like to say that one time in gym class in middle school, this girl hit me sure. with a badminton racket, and I hate her to this day. I hope she's listening. I love that. We did it in gym class um, when we had to do our mandatory one real semester of gym class. Yeah, we, well, played we, we played together badminton. That. It was fun. It was sure, fun. but we didn't have a badminton team. No, it was a team. unit, and then we did basketball again. No one has it. a badminton team. Yeah. It's something you play in a room with a view, like in between like making out in fields. Or you set it up. Oh, wait, you were talking about something else. I thought you literally meant in a room with a view. <laughs> so like, dumb. No, Lily turned no you played outside, outside Lily. <laughs> literally what I was about to do. Oh, I'm glad I caught myself. So again, this is an episode about how in high school we were all virgins. <laughs> <laughs> and not proud of it. Um, it's also just like, I'm certain that there will be an episode six episodes from now where Will is yelling about propriety. Every other teacher at this school is basically like, you're a slut out loud in front of students. Yep. So I hate this school. I hate this place. None of these teachers so is good. I think the scene after this is where we actually see the music video. It's boring still. Because Kurt apologizes. Right, Kurt? I just have to on Kurt and Sue, so something happened. Yes, so this is where Kurt is like, okay, that the fucking library stunt didn't work, so the only way we're going to get a reputation is if we tell everyone that that we're the ones who leaked the video. So he goes up to tell Sue, but she has already talked to Olivia Newton-John, so she just says thank you, and he's confused. And then they go search it on, like, fake YouTube? I think maybe. The interface of which makes no sense. It was never how YouTube looked. I'm, so I'm going through my notes. I can't believe how long this episode it is. It um, doesn't matter. Can we fast forward to the next scene, which is Run, Joey, Which run. is Run, Joey, Run. The, not the best part of this episode. It's the, kind of the best part. It's, it's kind of the best second part. second best part of this yes. episode. Fun. Yes. Rachel uh, prevents, presents her short film she's made, mm-hmm. um, in which not only is it a, I think, I don't know, I've never seen the music video for Run, Joey, John, Run. I imagine it follows the general, like, probably concept. Yeah. Right, it's a story song um, about Brittany and Santana are the angels of the beginning, and then it turns out, which is like the most trick, the biggest trick Glee has ever pulled on us, um, that she has asked three separate men to play the same Joey. Joey. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so and it just starts cuts with back and Hawk, forth. which we knew about, right? And then we get a dramatic transition to Jesse. Yeah. At which point I went, wait, hold on. Yes. Was he there the well, whole so time? as soon as the music video starts, Jesse looks so taken aback and upset, and I forgot why it was. Like it genuinely yeah. got right. me again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we cut to Finn, and then toward the end they like switch in and out a bunch. Right. Yeah. Um, every one of those men Finn, is... I think, has the most shots in the videos. Yeah. Every one of these men is so offended. So offended that... Also, Sandy Ryerson... Sandy Ryerson shows up as the dad when she cameo is the dad. No. Why does she Wearing, in like, contact overalls. with him? Why is he even in this episode? Who knows? Right. But there he is. I liked it. <laughs> uh, hey, I have a weird note. Uh, at the beginning of the music video, Puck, like, has his arms up because he's doing something. Yeah. And I realize I don't often have to see a man's armpits. Interesting. They're hairy. And I don't like them. Is that reverse sexism? 
It's. I mean, they're unappealing, and I shouldn't have to see I'm them. Just on res- my team. I'm gonna that's, refrain from combat. That's my main issue with the male gymnast part of the Olympics. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Sorry. Interesting. I'm okay. okay. for a reason. This is one of those things where context is important, and I don't want to again make our listeners feel bad just about like, their own while bodies. I'm watching my TV show. Right. right. It's, again, it was not a thing that I was like, this shouldn't be showing this. I realized about me that a thing I don't often have to look at is a man's armpits. I mean, like same as a woman's armpits. Like if we one on one are like intimately whatever, it's fine. But like on TV, it's not something I super want to see all the time. It was just you're both very wrong. <laughs> it's, it's the same issue. <laughs> it was like best part of the. It's the same yeah, issue with the- like with like dick pics. It's it's not the dick itself. It's just like the context is not there. It's, uh, I'm more likely to want to see an, an armpit. armpit. <laughs> out of time. I don't know if that's true. I'd, I'd like to walk that statement back. Anyway, I'm sorry for anyway, making this some up. bold stances. Making some bold stances. Sorry, we're both very weird. wrong about men's armpits. Uh, that's we're all. I it. just don't encounter them in the wild often. That's fair. So I also, you know, I also don't encounter them. I just think we have an interesting cross section of places that we encounter men's armpits. Yes. and we should really dig into my armpits. <laughs> Um, so anyway, every one of these dudes is so fucking offended by this. They all storm out one by one. Yeah, and accuses her of just yeah. trying to use this to make it seem like three dudes are fighting over her. In her defense, all three of those men have tried to kiss her in the last two episodes. True. Yeah, it sounds like she's yeah, uh, Finn, wrong about it. Like, or Finn, like emotionally, ago, Finn has, was like, I'm going to fight for you even though you're dating someone else. Yeah. And told me you don't want to date she's me not, whatever, Yeah, that's so. not wrong. Yeah, she's, she's doing it. Good like, for her. Good for her, honestly. Um, I forget what Puck's reasoning is. But Jesse's basically like, why is your reputation more important than your relationships or whatever? Right, like, I transferred schools to be with you. Which is a fair argument that you've known each other for two weeks. Right, it's insane that he did that at all, but whatever. If, but in that context, that he did then, that, yeah. Yeah, it is a big deal. Yeah. Um, we then follow this up with, because we literally cannot go an episode without drawing a parallel between Will Schuster and Finn Hudson to um, Finn Wait, bring, no, we have Sue and her sister in between. Hold we on. do? We yeah, we, we see her again, for oh. sure. But I forget what they're doing. It's not important. It's like another, like, human. I think I didn't make any notes because it was, yeah, it was unnecessary. It yeah. sucks. It's they so hug. boring. She, like, promises, like, I'm going to be rich because I did a video with Olivia and john and I'll get you, like, a house with a garden. Oh, yeah, she's going to donate to this yeah. home that her sister yeah. showed. Okay. Anyways, now, it's now so we're dumb. drawing It's like, again, despicable. Yeah. That they're just going to, like, trot out this to, like, generate sympathy for a character who's, like, despicable in this episode. Yeah. In this episode. It's not even last episode. It's so we, just, remember. we give Fred Murphy a lot of props for casting, like, actors with Down syndrome, and I still do, but, like, this is unnecessary. This is a bad example. This is a bad use. But again, it's every part of this episode's bad, so, like, of right. course it's also bad. Uh, yeah, so, so like, Will, brings, Will brings up a flowers to apologize. Um, she's kind of not happy. She's like, thanks, but it doesn't really mean everything's good. Right. But then turns it back around, and it's like, um... Every relationship should start with two people really seeing each other clearly. So it becomes this sort of weird beginning to their relationship when, like, quite frankly, ew. it should be the end. It should be, it should be over. Like, I, it's weird. Holy shit. But I guess, I guess it's nice start. that, like, she's now, like, not in this, like, hero worshipy phase of their relationship. Which, oh, by the way, he calls out, he's like, I want you to look at me the way you used to, which is the most pathetic thing That's I've ever heard the most disgusting say. thing I've ever heard. Yes. I, it's bad. It sucks. It's really bad. I would also like to say, in the thing that's most likely to get us a bunch of, like, um feedback on Twitter if we were that popular, which we aren't. Um, I, someone sent me, like, this Jezebel article today about this girl who, like, is getting married to, like, the guy she had a crush on in seventh grade. Oh, I read that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, did uh-huh. you hate it also? Uh-huh. Yeah. Those two people shouldn't be anyway. What? Yeah. yeah, okay, so she had a crush on him in seventh grade. She, like, sort of, like... Was he also in seventh grade? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, to be clear. Yes. Um, but he didn't have a crush on her, and he dated a bunch of people. And they were very good friends. I'm sad already. Like, and, around for 10 And they started dating years. when they were 20. They just graduated college, and now they're engaged to be married, and, like... Did she date people in between? No. He I mean, did. He did, she didn't. Oh, God. I think she did yeah. for, like, a few days, or, like, not really. But, like, not really, girl. yeah. And so, like, eventually, she's gonna, like, stop hero-worshipping him, and he's gonna be sad that she doesn't hero-worship it anymore, which oh. is what happens when you just have a crush on someone, and you end up dating them and marrying them. This is bad. I know. Now I'm sad. I know. You're sad, and that's what would happen if these two people got married right now, and thank God they aren't. They will in four seasons. <laughs> um, will then wanders out of Emma's office, spots Quinn, and has some kind of, like, epitome about... It's her. Epitome. She did it. No, it's not what I'm thinking. Epiphany. Of. Epiphany. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a long day and I have half a glass of wine. Um, okay, so so then they cut to them in the choir room. Yeah, how does he... It's important that we note this. Quinn says, I've lost everything. My popularity. My body. Which, like, whew. And then Will says, the moment I felt like what it was like to walk in your shoes, which, fuck off. She's pregnant and you made out with a bunch this of ladies. This is the second time this episode we get the most bizarre, like the most offensive comparison. She's a 16-year-old who is four like, months pregnant. Yes. You are an adult man who like 
Fuck made out a bunch of ladies. Yeah. Here's two comparisons we make mistakes. this episode. Here's yeah. two analogies. Uh, a woman who has an embarrassing video of her leak publicly and gets laughed at twice sure. is equivalent to an adult who has grown up with Down syndrome. Sure. Uh, a man who has kissed a few women when he's supposedly maybe dating another one or whatever. And got quote unquote and got, slut shamed. Like, called out on it is equivalent to a pregnant 16 year old? Whose dad threw her out. Whose uh, parent family threw her out. Boyfriend dumped her. Yeah. So, any, so anyways, the um, overwhelming similarly similarities in their yes. situations led Will to understand that she was the one who did the glist. In neither of these cases, we are meant to like, we're meant to agree. We're meant right. like we're like, like oh yeah, totally show. sure. We're like yeah, also, this makes sense. Glee does this weird thing where it whenever Will has one of these moments, the student it wants me to leave these two people for just a moment are like on equal footing and they understand each other. One of you is a teacher. That's not how this works. They're, you're never supposed you're to be not on equal footing. footing. No, you don't need to reveal your own personal life. Emotionally nope. to nope. them. You are their teacher. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. It's inappropriate. Quinn also, though, says, I never meant to hurt anybody, which, like, okay, well. <laughs> Fair. I don't believe that Quinn, again, I'm giving a lot of credit to um, Diana Agron here, who, like, portrays a human being who does not exist in the script. Sure. Right? Yeah. It makes no sense that Quinn would she's, ever do this. she's mined to the spaces between the lines yes. of that yes. person. And she's that person, beautiful. who I'm reading into it, would never have done this with the list. Like, it makes no character sense. It's bonkers. And it doesn't, I mean, there's no character in the script, so of course, like, whatever, just let her do it. Like, well, also, she does but, a great but she was, like, the consummate mean girl, and, like, so, like, now all of a sudden, she, a saintly sad person, didn't want to hurt anybody, but did do this, not understanding what the consequences to anyone's popularity yeah. would be, like, none of it tracks. None of, yeah, it's, it just doesn't track. insane. There's so much in this episode that I guess we're just supposed to, uh, ignore in one episode, the next episode, right? It's right. clearly written right. for us to immediately forget but there's some, I keep thinking about this, because, like, here we are talking about this, like, 17 episodes in, like, there's something here, like, we're not sitting here talking about How I Met Your Mother, because How I Met Your Mother is pointless. There's something here. There's the seed of something here. Because <laughs> there's moments in the middle where, like, people have fun, and they learn things, and whatever. And, and there's a genuine human nice. moment between two people yes. in demographics that you don't normally see on television, but, like, yes. the potential is, is just scraps. wasted. Yes. <laughs> or even, like, you get a good joke, or you get, like, Rachel being a teenage, a realistic, like, insane drama kid teenager. Yeah. Or, like, like, in a minute, when we get, like, Total Eclipse of the Heart, right, which, the like, Loki makes me cry. This is where context comes back in. That, one, is 2010, so uh, there were two gay characters on television, so that sure. was always great. Sure. And, two, like, we were teenagers, so I was I didn't have anything. Netflix streaming also, yeah. so, like, my bar for entertainment wasn't quite as high. It was, like, the show I could watch. Right. Whereas now my bar for entertainment is one of the five shows I've already seen over here. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, it was just this and Doctor Who. Yeah. Anyway. Bad which shows. I was also into. Shows. How dare you? Um... <laughs> I think we were all at a Doctor Who. Ninth, yeah, like Doctor, ninth Who. Doctor Forever, which I learned this week. <laughs> we can address it in our separate follow-up podcast. <laughs> Doctor Who has been both good and bad. <laughs> our follow-up podcast uh, in which we hate... I just forgot his name. Is it Matt Stephen Moffat? Yeah, in which we hate Stephen Moffat is what we hate. But like Ryan I already Murphy. did that masterful video. Why? Did you not watch that YouTube video? That was... Okay, there was a YouTube video that was, that was, like, going over the internet about, like, how Stephen Moffat ruined oh, yeah, Sherlock yeah, Holmes. Oh, yeah, really good. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch that because I don't care about Sherlock. It was actually really good. I listened to it as, like, a podcast while I was doing my work. Um, I mean, I believe it's If my Muppet boss sucks. listened to this podcast, I really was doing work. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was just my, also if my boss listens, if your boss is one of the millions of people listening to this podcast. Okay, I actually mentioned this podcast to my boss through a series it's of impossible. circumstances this week. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's one scene left in this episode, and it's the best one. Nope, best nope, one. we missed one, I, which... My only note is Figgins, I don't understand or care about the storyline. It's something about the list. I don't care. Now. Quinn, oh, yeah. yeah he, he forgives He forgives Quinn. He's okay. like, yeah, sure, fine. Like, Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's so, so, so the Glee Club, which was definitely going to be shut down, is it's not fine. going to be it's shut fine. down. So there's actually two scenes, though. So we get Rachel and Jesse. Yes. At Rachel's locker. And Jesse says that before he transferred over, he asked around mm-hmm, about Rachel. Mm-hmm. Many people had not heard of her. <laughs> but it's <laughs> just a great note. Um, the ones who did didn't like her, found her obnoxious, <laughs> also fair. But they all, but they all said she, she could be trusted, which, yeah. like, what? Like, that makes no sense. If you don't know her, or you don't like her that much, you won't. why were you going to say, like, oh, but she's But also, trust her with your life. Like, no. rewrite this dialogue, this makes no sense, it's got to be an easy fix. Anyways, she says she has this pathological need to be popular, which, again, I do identify with, I get it, this is a sentiment sure. that and this, rings true with me. One that I think Glee understands. Right. So, yes. like, one of the it really, yeah. And then um, he essentially breaks up with her. He says, if we end up next to each other at the bar at ballet class next week, do our arabesques in silence. Yes, which is good. It's this is again where I'm like, okay, fine, Jonathan Groff. Like, I'm glad you're here. He's really a shining star. Again, and, very gay. And then all three dudes sing the male part of Total Eclipse of the Heart along with Rachel, and it's perfect. It's so also, good. 
Rachel and Jesse are in fact doing ballet while they do their yeah, like, they do pose. ballet, yes. they do lifts. She's it's also fair. on point. Like yeah, she's doing great. Yeah. Also, I just want to watch um, Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle exercise together. Turns out that's a <laughs> Turns out that watch. would be a niche. I would yeah. Um, I would like to say, as one of the many embarrassing revelations of this podcast, I like this version of Total Eclipse of the Heart better than the original. It's really good. I've listened, to, I've listened to it infinitely more times. I, I liked this so much that I um, I, cu- I couldn't stop thinking about like Ice Ice Baby. Like, can you mm-hmm. imagine rehearsing this number in the next room? <laughs> Matthew Morrison's rehearsing Ice Ice. That's how good this one is. That it puts the other to sh- it puts everything else in the episode to shame. It's yes. it's so it's good. Very good. So I good. actually did like, I don't think I. Okay, no, it wasn't the show that made me like this song, but I I, I like this version. Yeah, yeah, it's a good song, frankly. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is where like it's also the o- it's not one of those songs with a bad reputation. Yeah, it's a great song. It has a good reputation. It's the only way to end a night of karaoke. I don't know what anyone's mm-hmm, talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just like it's cheesy, right? But sure. like we've gone full circle on that, so no one no one actually thinks that's a bad thing anymore. We none of us can keep track of which things we like. Everybody yeah, think which things we actually like. Um, but this is where like the show is a good musical. We have like. Plots and emotional things there's happening. There's choreography. There's a lot there's happening. There's choreography. There's something. different the scenes. The vocals are genuinely good. Yeah. Yes. Like, we don't make any attempt at explaining this away as like a number that the Glee Club is doing. And no one cares because it's a good and no number. no one cares because it's fun. We see them do ballet and we see different... It's good. It's good. And then you the episode ends, right? do you like about this episode? Yes. Finn, it plays a critical role in the plot, but I don't have to hear him speak or watch him act <laughs> or dance much. Sure. Yeah. Just a quick little vocal yeah, thing like two that he shares with two other people. Run, yeah. Joey, run, and then... Yeah. So wearing a leather jacket looks real cute. That was bad reputation. And that was it. Three words or less. Was this episode good? Good God, no. Absolutely not. It was bananas. <laughs> it was offensive. It was rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so songs. Um, did yeah. you ever listen to Ice Ice Baby yes, on purpose? Lily. <laughs> you know what? I'm fine with who I am. I know. No. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'd talk myself into it every morning before I get out of bed. <laughs> you can't touch this. No. 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 Physical. No. 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 Also, it's just Olivia Newton-John. Right. Like, well, we get some. But also, I've never listened to that on purpose either. So. Um, run, well, Joey, run. No. No. Yes. Well, I've watched a video. You have to watch it with a video. <laughs> yeah. Um, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah, probably. Honestly, yeah, so many certainly. times, and I have a very embarrassing personal story that I could, but will not share about. That. I want to <laughs> listen to it on the way home tonight. Great. Um, if you could swap in one song with a bad reputation. What would it be, and do you have any character suggestions to match it? Okay, so I, this is not bad, like, bad reputation-y, but one-hit wondery. Uh, Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen from Dirty Dancing. Good one. And I think that almost any, I would, I would love to see almost any of the cast members perform this. I could see Kurt doing it, I could see Rachel doing it, I could see Santana doing it. I could even see Finn doing it. Jesse's St. James would be enjoyable. I could definitely see Puck doing it. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I would, I would enjoy seeing it. Jesse St. James would be truly pleasurable to watch. I would watch him watch, like, sing anything, I know. I'm gonna listen to that musical podcast. (laughs) Um, this one I'm having a hard time placing in Glee, but it's definitely my answer, and I think I have an idea, which is one of my favorite songs that's in the, like, cheesy category, right? Like, the overly sentimental, Mm -hmm. because I hope you dance. (gasps) A song I actually hadn't heard until I was in the car with both of you (laughs) two years ago. Really? You're welcome. Oh, I think about it all the time. It makes me cry. Um, and I think it'd be fun if Rachel did it really condescendingly to some, yes. to another teenager. Yes. As a, like, to Quinn as she embarks yes. on her pregnancy. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that could be fun. Um, mine is What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Wait. Ooh. Where was Mercedes this episode? So that's my answer, is I want Mercedes, Santana, Tina, <laughs> and Rachel to do What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Okay, that's not an embarrassing song. It's a good song. It's a great also L- a great Literally, where number. was she in this entire episode? She was in the, she was in the group up that did the, 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 the hammer, right? No, yeah. she wasn't. Was she? She was in the circle at the beginning, oh, and she, she perf- was um, interrogated by Will because he was like, oh, "I thought you always feel like an outsider in Cheerios, so it's definitely you." She's around, okay. but yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't do, get much. To do much. She doesn't yeah. get to do much. All right. Which is why, if she got to perform "What's Up," it would be great. It, it was news to me to find out that people don't like "What's Up" it's by Four Non Blondes. It's a great. Song. You know why "What's Up" is great for karaoke? Because you can make songs. fun of their voice. Silly sound. Yeah. She has a very specific voice. Or for bra- it's yeah. like a little share eat. Yes. The 90s were wonderful. That the everyone can imitate were... poorly. Yeah. Which is well, all you need. Yeah. Alright. I'm sorry. What's your answer? Oh, you already gave it. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I would also do um, A Thousand Miles by Yes. Oh, that's Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone. Ooh. There's so many options. Honestly, all of my favorite songs are, in fact, apparently better than songs. Yeah. yeah. A little okay. bit, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so I mentioned this on Twitter, but uh, I have a little quiz for you guys. Thank God. That if you've been browsing a bunch of Wikipedia pages, it's going to be very easy for you. So I have a series of sentences that I've taken from the Wikipedia pages of various Ooh, cast members. I like I'm going to try to say them in as gender neutral way as possible. And okay. So you can guess who they are. I'm ready. Okay. Their father was born to a Jewish family while their mother converted to Judaism. They attended Hebrew school and had a... Something mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good catch. Yeah. Uh, Leah Michelle. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Corey Monty? Diana Agron. Wow. Whoa. I know. They... She had a bat mitzvah and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fine. <laughs> This person said two of their favorite artists are Betty Who and Melissa Etheridge on their Twitter. Ooh. Ooh. This should be a gimme, quite frankly. Is it Chris Colfer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's kind of a gimme. Um, at Etheridge. age 15, they were offered a job working on the local radio station reading the obituaries. Mmm. What? <laughs> Did not know that was a job, quite frankly. Kevin McHale. Someone with a voice... Right? So, like, I don't know. I just... I'm forgetting every actor's name. Jama yeah. Mays. <gasps> oh, Interesting. I was gonna say Mr. Chu, whose actor name I have. Matthew Fasia. Morrison. Matthew Morrison. Fasia, sorry, but... <laughs> it's not a verb, and it's also not what that means. But it's okay. I was gonna say, wait, hold on. Something else. Um... <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell remarked on a recent study that showed that bisexual women were more likely to have mental health problems than lesbians, to which this person replied... Rosie, no wonder I'm crazy. This just solves it all. This is a shout out to Lizarevsky. <laughs> <laughs> Who's bisexual and a woman in the cast? Openly. I mean, apparently this is the only indication that she's given that she is. Is it Jenna Ushkowitz? No, it's Naya Rivera. I would what? Have, I would have believed Jenna Ushkowitz. I'm losing my mind. Is this true? It's uh, yeah, according to Wikipedia. Um, I read Naya Rivera's entire book and she does not mention this. Okay, so this was... <laughs> It, literally, the Wikipedia page was like, she might be bisexual. Here's a possible <laughs> proof. Um, I mean, Interesting. In fairness, that's a pretty straightforward saying, I'm bisexual. It is. That's true. That's not... Really... Um, the next one is really a gimme, but I wanted to share it because I can't be the only one who had to Please. read this. Um, he said in details... Nope. There were all these beautiful, beautiful dancers. As a straight guy, I had some room. There were the shared interest in singing and dancing, and I always find dancing with someone very erotic and sexual. I definitely hooked up with a lot of girls when I was a young guy on Broadway. Matthew Morrison. Yes. Oh. <gasps> I don't know if you knew that Matthew Morrison was straight, but right. he would definitely like you to know that like... he was, in fact, straight, very straight, had sex with women, very straight. He'd His like wife to say that is very beautiful. Two times per sentence. Right. Straight. He's had sex with women. They were beautiful, and he was handsome. Do you think all straight Broadway stars are like this? Co- oh, I'm Certainly. Or if no, you're that's a man not true. on Broadway, you must. It goes one of two ways. It's the ones where like like you can know them for six years and that's still true. be like, I do not know. It's true. Who Christian Borle would never like, say that. Oh my god, Christian Borle would never confirm <laughs> that. Christian Borle only plays gay men, I think. But he would never confirm. <laughs> also, hey, Tracy Tom's not a lesbian, right? What? Just exclusively plays lesbians? I had this conversation. I'm googling. It's not I'm googling. Really googling. We're doing. A guy I know told me one time that like. So he's a gay man who worked with people in entertainment and like he's there was this like one actor who played two gay characters and after he did he was like oh he must be straight he's not because if he was gay he wouldn't I mean I don't know that's true gay people do not play gay people <laughs> maybe one day we'll get there in a decade progress I'm just googling Tracy Thompson lesbian I need to know <laughs> alright you let me know if you figure it out buddy okay I have two more for you okay in February 2016 it was announced that this person would collaborate with Burt's Bees in a campaign to act on the declining population of bees. Leah Michelle. Yes. I have seen her <laughs> Um this person auditioned for American Idol when they were 17 years old during the show's second season but were turned down by the producers. Corey Monty? No. He's going to audition for American Idol. Mhm. Jenna Ashworth? Amber Riley. Wow, oh, that's so Mark was Simon Cowell. She should won. I know. It's probably racist. Yeah. All right, that's my quiz for you. That's a great quiz. Thank I've you. learned a lot. I've learned a lot As about Naya Rivera. Even more than you do. <laughs> Maybe she's kissed more than one woman. So okay, I'm reading great. an interview. As has Matthew Morrison. I don't know if you heard. I'm like to cite my sources because they're not trustworthy. <laughs> I'm reading an interview somehow with Tracy Toms on a website called chatify.wordpress.com. <laughs> it seems so legit. It to is me. a WordPress blog where she says she's straight. See, called it. She says I happen to be straight. <laughs> That's how we all happen yeah. to be something, Tracy. In a question about lesbian rumors about. Um, okay, my only question this week is. Wait, 
I just Googled who Tracy Thomas is. Really? Yes! Yeah, she only plays lesbians. She's, she and Christian Borle should really yes. like. I hope they've had tonight. I, hope they I mean, good for her, honestly. <laughs> Fine. Um, Ryan Murphy Instagrammed a dog over the weekend that's theoretically his new dog. Okay. It's a very sweet little puppy. Yeah. What did he name this dog? Lambie. It's not going to be funny in like a month when we release this. Um, What did he name the dog? mm -hmm. This is so vague. It's one word, um, kind of a woman's first name, Broadway esque. Bernadette? Close. Dolly. I would have gotten there ish. Yeah, I think you would have. (laughs) Is the dog blonde? No! Is it not from Hello Dolly? Yeah. Oh. And Instagram caption was Hello Dolly, so <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> so that's the Ryan dog's Murphy name. Yeah. Along the same lines. Great. Yeah. Um that's that's what's new. It's Ryan Murphy. You say Dolly, it takes me ten full minutes to get to Hello Dolly. Yeah, Because well, I'm just thinking about Dolly Parton yeah. for ten minutes. <laughs> um okay. Can we always play or one we remember mm-hmm. two? If you could change one thing about this episode to make it better, what would you do? I had a thing it's earlier really and hard. I didn't say it and now I forgot it. What did you say? Because you, you brought it up. I'm trying to remember. You should sit for a minute and just think because yeah. I need 30 seconds. Same. I didn't think about it at all. I would cut the Sue plot altogether. I don't need it. I don't need the stuff with her sister at all. I yeah. don't need her with Olivia Newton-John. I don't need anything, almost anything that spirals off yes. of it. I would just keep the like gl- gliss, gliss stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, reputation stuff. Okay. Yeah, we have the same answer, which is, I would say, cut it just down to the list, mm-hmm. make it less goofy, fill it in a little more, Yeah. Um, and cut every other plot. Also, if you cut physical, which is performed one and a half times, yeah. then you get to add literally any other enjoyable number. Yes. Right. I agree with you. I'm just going to elaborate. I think that we should cut out that plot. I think that we should cut out physical. I think we should replace physical with a song, Bad Reputation, sung by Mercedes, who should get a plot. Yep. Yep. Well, we're, we're, we're right, so. <laughs> yeah, well, we're right. We're always right. Ugh, all right, well... Alright, that's it. In conclusion... In conclusion, do not absolutely watch... Absolutely do not watch Glee. No. Please tweet at us. What's Glee good? What's Glee good? Instagram at us. It's nothing you can do, but... You can follow us on Instagram. It's yeah. really quite good. Also, really what's Glee good? Uh, shoot us an email, wasgleegood at gmail.com, yep. or give us a call, 330-366-6130, and tell us what song with a bad reputation you would make one of the characters sing in exchange for physical, which we've just agreed to cut, I yeah. guess. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you'd like to. It's fun. It's oh yeah, I learned on, on Michael Ian Black's podcast that it does something good. Great. Yeah, I think it like, you know, whatever. Whatever. We want people who search Glee on the podcast to come listen to us. Because I'm very competitive. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to win podcasts. I love to win. <laughs> the podcast I run for free. Uh, yeah. But that's it. In conclusion, again, don't watch Glee. Bye. 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 I'm not, oh my I'm god, I forgot to think. <laughs> I was talking. <laughs>